leaving school, senior college, and I came across this elderly man outside mowing his lawn, and it looked like he was struggling. And I don't. Why, why do he look like he was struggling? He just hot. It was a Paint hot, the picture for it me. It was a hot, sunny day, and he, you could just tell that you know, he looked like he's taking breaks in between, pushing and just stopping, pushing and stopping. And you're driving home, and you see this. Yeah, and I just pulled over and helped him. But it, it was at that moment I realized that a few years before that I asked God to use me as His vessel, and He didn't give me an answer at all. But it felt at that moment, and I came across the elderly man. He was like, "I was preparing you for that this moment right here." I pulled over and helped him out, and that one smart of kindness will eventually change my life forever. Welcome to an army of normal folks. I'm Bill Courtney. I'm a normal guy. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm an entrepreneur. And I've been a football coach in inner city Memphis. And the last part unintentionally led to an Oscar for the film about our team. It's called Undefeated. I believe our country's problems will never be solved by a bunch of fancy people in nice suits talking big words that nobody understands on CNN and Fox but rather by an army of normal folks, us, just you and me deciding, hey, I can help. That's what Rodney Smith Jr., the voice we just heard, has done. Rodney grew up with a learning disability in Jamaica, and a teacher once told him that he really would never amount to much. But Rodney persevered. He found teachers who did believe in him. He made it to college in Huntsville, Alabama, and his one single act of love for an elderly man he didn't even know inspired him to commit more acts of love. And the next thing you know, he's got a nonprofit called Raising Men and Women Lawn Care Service that's inspired 4,000 kids to take what he calls the 50-yard challenge to mow lawns for people in need and get this part for free. That's 200,000 lawns. I cannot wait for you to meet Rodney right after these brief messages from our generous sponsors. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're gonna get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I call my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's return to Rodney on his first act of kindness at the very beginning of helping one elderly man. That night, I went to Facebook and I told him about my experience that day helping this elderly man. And I want to start mowing free lawns for the elderly, disabled, single parents and veterans in Huntsville, Alabama. And I made that post and I told people at first I'd have a lawnmower. So the first 10 lawns that I'm going to do, you know, at least have a lawnmower so I can just mow the lawn. Well, let's let's get back to that first. Act. Okay. Um, you're driving down the street and you see this old man pushing a lawnmower yeah. and he's taking a break between each steps. Yeah. And you've just felt for him. I mean, yeah. yeah. Do you know how many people we pass every day struggling cutting grass or doing <laughs> some housework? And I mean, that's their house. That's their problem. Yeah. What made you pull over? Just. The feeling, that that feeling, I had to pull over. That feeling, God telling me do something. You know, that that was the beginning of my book. I believe. You know, everyone has a. So book. you pull over. Yeah. Walk up. And to him. you get out of the car and you walk up to this guy in his front yard. Yeah, walk up to him and say. All right. Sir. Well, he must have been thinking. <laughs> yeah. Is this dude about to come steal my lawnmower? <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's got to be looking at you like you're half crazy. Of course, and. And at first, you know, you, you he, he he's like, no, it's, I'm okay, I'll, I'll get it done. But eventually, you know, he let me. He clean. said, "What? He, he he will get it done. You know, he, <laughs> you know, he get it done." And but eventually, you know, after talking to him, you know, he let me finish the lawn for him. What, and what'd you say to him? 
I just saying, sir, you know, it's, it's real hot out here. He's an elderly man, Mr. Brown. An elderly man. His name was? Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown. Yeah, about in his 70s or so. You know, he's seven years old in the hot summer. You know, that's 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 rough. That's rough. And I said, please let me finish. I'm not going to leave until you let me finish. You know, I was persistent. And I, I just. How long did it take you? you no, know, take me no time. You know? 20 minutes, 30 minutes? Yeah, about 20 minutes. You cut his arm for him. Yeah. And it's, it's that feeling you get, you know. Helping someone, and and that started everything. That small, if I never would have came across that elderly man, I probably would have finished back in Bermuda back doing Bermuda. computer stuff. Exactly. So you came across Mister Brown, mm-hmm. and you had some compassion for him, mm-hmm. and you walked up and said, "Hey, yeah, let me finish your grass for you. Looks like you're struggling. Yeah. Why didn't he have somebody cut it for him? I'm not sure. Probably couldn't. I didn't ask him, but probably couldn't afford it. Was this a this wasn't an overly nice house, I don't guess. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, you could tell that, you know, he's struggling a little bit. Yeah, and so you uh, cut his grass. Yeah, cut his grass. That was it. But and, you go home, Yeah. and you just said that once you got home, you, you felt moved by the experience? Exactly, I felt inspired, and I felt I needed to do something more, and I just made a post on Facebook. And so you made a post on Facebook. What did it say? I'm I'm Rodney. I'm gonna cut your grass and <laughs> no. you just let me know. I mean, <laughs> what I mean, Rodney? Do do you just really? Did you grow up loving to cut? Grass? No, and that's the funny thing. You know, growing up, I hated mowing lawns. Right? <laughs> I hated it. You hated mowing lawns as a kid. Yeah. So you pull over and volunteer to cut some other man's lawn. Exactly. That's if weird. I was your mom or dad, I'd be mad at you. <laughs> I'd fight you my whole life to get you cut the grass you're doing this man's lawn for yeah. nothing. It's crazy how life works. God took something I dislike and turned to something I love to do. And I do it every single day for free now. Huh. So you made a post on Facebook. Yep. And so just ex- explaining my experience that day about moving for the elderly man. And I'm going to mow free loans now for anyone in need in the community. And that's how it started. And what, what was the demographic of the people that you were willing to cut grass for? Yeah. So, so anyone elderly, disabled, a single parent, or a veteran. Or a veteran? Yes, sir. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I get elderly mm-hmm. who maybe can't afford it or yep. don't can't do it physically. Um, uh, the disabled is, speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. And then you said who else? Single parents. Single parents. Yeah. And then, but veterans, I mean, some are certainly disabled, but they fall under disabled mm-hmm. and all that, but why specifically veterans? Because, you know, I've realized, you know, men coming up with the groups to mow for, who can benefit from this? And I just thought, you know, veterans have put their lives on the line for this country, and it's only right that we serve them and give back whichever way we can. And Rodney, I'd love to hear that, but uh-huh. Bermuda's your country. The United yes, States is not. I understand that, yeah. But I realize, you know, I've come across veterans during my time and just realized the importance of veterans. So that's that's one of the reasons why I picked them. You know, Ronnie, something that strikes me as I'm talking to you, buddy, mm-hmm. there's compassion that oozes out of you. Where does that compassion come from? And and I have a, I, you know, I could be off base, but I'm going to say it. I think if you grow up the way you grew up, mm-hmm. s- struggling academically, and ending up having to leave your family to 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 work on your disability to overcome your own challenges. Um, my sense is that 
that experience helps you to understand the plight of others better than maybe somebody who hadn't experienced that much difficulty. And as I, as I hear you just this early in our conversation, it just, not many 20 something year old people think about, I want to do something for the elderly. Mm -hmm. I want to do something for our veterans, the veterans of a country that I live in now that I love, even though it's not my own country. I mean, where, where do you think this compassion comes from in your heart? I think just the way I was brought up, you know, really? Yeah. Tell me about that. You know, parents always telling me, give back when you can. And I remember growing up and, uh, there were times where we used to feed the homeless. You know, my dad would take us and give out soup and stuff like that and crack us off the church. Were your mother and father wealthy or were they? No, no, not wealthy at all. But there's something that just instilled in us growing up. I just remember, I think it was in winter times we used to do that, give out soup and stuff like that. And being brought up in a church, you know. You're obviously a man of faith. Yeah, yeah. But at at that point in life, you know, I wasn't uh, strict about faith, but I, I just knew if you pray about something, you know, God will show you, will lead you, lead you the way He wants you to go. And someone just told me pray that night, and you know, it just changed my life. I don't, I can't explain it. Yet, it's one of those things like, it just, it just happened. So you post on Facebook, mm-hmm. hey, I just got this dude, Mister Brown's yard. Mm-hmm. He almost shot me, but we worked it out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you're disabled, single elderly or veteran mm-hmm. and you're struggling getting your yawn done i'll come cut it for you yeah you just put it out there mm-hmm. now i'm gonna tell you something in this world when you see something like that you wonder if it's a scam you know because there's always somebody sending out something on email or facebook or text or instagram or whatever that says hey you've won a free so-and-so and mm-hmm. you, you always think what's the catch yeah right and so some dude saying, hey, I just got this guy's yard. I want to come cut free people's yards at first. I got to believe some of that was met with some level of skepticism from some people. Yeah, I mean, of course. But you had some takers. Yeah, I mean. Who was the next one? Do you remember the very next I mean, one? I don't I don't remember the very next one. Um, it might have been this lady, Miss, Miss Hatch. It could have been her because I still mow her lawn today. But I, I can't remember that. You still mow her lawn today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many years later? What, seven years later? Okay. So you had people reach out and yeah. say, I'm elderly, I'm disabled, my lawn's a mess. Yeah. I would love for you to come mow it for free. Yeah. Did you have a lawnmower? No, at first I didn't have a lawnmower. So, so how are you going to cut their grass? The only requirement was is they had a lawnmower. And then after okay. a while, I think after like the 10th lawn, the man got high, so that's when I went to Craigslist, and I was looking for a secondhand lawnmower. So you were gonna buy one? Yeah, I was gonna buy in one in order to go cut people's lawns for free. Yeah, and you realize this business is going in a negative direction on the profit and loss statement, right, brother? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. It was free. I know. I'm yeah. kidding. Hell. <laughs> worried about the money. Yeah, I wasn't. So, so you go to Craigslist to, yeah. to you're gonna try to scrounge up a cheap used lawnmower. Exactly, and I came across one for a hundred dollars. I'm still looking for this guy that gave it to me t- well, today. A hundred dollars for a senior in college uh-huh. that's from Bermuda, whose parents aren't particularly wealthy. They're mm-hmm. not hurting, but they're wealthy. I'm a hundred dollars, a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money, and but I, this is something I wanted to do. 
So I went to Craigslist and I came across one for $100. And I wrote the guy, I told him what I wanted to do, and he ended up giving it to me for free. He just gave you the lawnmower? He gave me the lawnmower. I shook his hand. I said, you're for real? Shook his hand. I, I'm trying to... I, I go back on my emails and stuff, tr- trying to find that old message from way back then, just to find him, to thank him, and to show him how far, if it wasn't for him, you know, it could be in a different direction. And, and I can't find And you don't even him. know who this guy is now. I can't find his name. I can't find him. If you are the guy, if you're listening to this show and you gave a goofy 20-something-year-old dude in Huntsville a lawnmower that he said he was going to cut lawns for free with, Please get in touch with us because Rodney would like to thank you. Yeah. Okay, there. That was a there public service announcement for I you. Maybe, that. maybe <laughs> we'll hear from him. And now a few messages from our generous sponsors. But first, we're now offering premium memberships for the Army of Normal Folks. For ten bucks a month, you'll receive special benefits such as being invited to a private yearly call with other premium members and me, access to monthly Ask Me Anything episodes, and occasional bonus audio. If you're interested in this, I hope you go to normalfolks.us and click on premium. But guys, that's really not what it's about. You get all that cool stuff, and we're going to provide all that stuff. But the truth is, we're trying to, to grow the army of normal folks and have a greater impact on the country. And with the premium memberships, we can fuel our marketing efforts to grow it. This podcast peaked at number 10 on Apple's podcast chart and all of the U.S., which is absolutely crazy. And it's not about me. It's about the guest and it's about you. So we've decided to set an exciting new goal of trying to be on Apple's top shows chart for our entire first year, which will mean more attention, more listeners, more Army members, and most importantly, more impact. But we need you, as always. So go to normalfolks.us and click on premium if you're down to help. If not, just keep listening. We'll be right back. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024. And we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're on about lawn 10 at this time, right? Yeah, yeah lawn 10. And, and the lawnmower was a green, the brand was called Weed Eater. You got green weed eater. Yeah, lawnmower. lawnmower. Yeah. Started using that, and then that broke down. So I took it to a. Took it to a Hard to gripe about a free lawnmower when it breaks down, I guess. <laughs> took, took it to <laughs> Wasn't a. Wasn't much warranty left on it, I guess. Not at all, not at all. So I took it to a, a mechanic trying to get it fixed, and they were taking forever to fix it. And then someone donated me a brand new more. Pushed really? Me. Yeah. Where'd that come from? Just off Facebook? Yeah, people just saw what I was doing. Um, one lady that I, I moved for, she she tricked me. She said, oh, can you come on my lawn? She had the news, had a segment. Had a segment, Um, people doing good in the community. And I'm I'm just mowing a lawn. She's a disabled lady. And I, I saw the news drive up. I said, why are they driving up? And they just pop out. Camera. Start interviewing you. Yeah, what's going on? I'm I'm cutting this. I'm, I'm cutting, cutting some grass here. I'm cutting in between class, <laughs> and the news is coming. I'm, I have to go back to class. I got no time. I don't have time for your news thing. Yeah, and, and hold, they, it, hold, it, hold it, hold it, You're telling me you're still a student this time. Yeah, and in between your nine and eleven, you're rolling out in your car and cutting grass real quick and going back to class. Exactly. You are absolutely committed to cutting lawns for oh, nothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they ended up giving me $300. Who did? The news. They gave you $300? Yeah. What for? There's a segment. A more? No, the segment that they have. I say, oh, it's like giving back. Giving back, yeah. So they found out what I was doing, and they shared my story, and, you know. So what'd you do with the 300 bucks? Use it for gas. 
For lawnmowers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you, <laughs> Rodney. Yeah. This is crazy. So, you're cutting lawnmowers in between class, trying to graduate, mm-hmm. having overcome a learning disability, mm-hmm. and clearly not making anything of yourself, Rodney. Right. <laughs> and how many and and i read somewhere that you challenge yourself to do a certain amount of lawns yeah it was a hunt by by what christmas is yeah. that what it was yeah it was like 60 and then i reached 60 so fast i'm gonna go to 100 a month and a half later reach my 100 flowing and then after reaching my 100 flowing that's when the idea of the organization came about so i just i'll just moving as well, Roddy don't, Smith. don't jump ahead hold it let's just get <laughs> to the let's just get to the okay you're going to class. Yeah. Do you have a job that you actually make money with? No. Too? So, so international students, you can't work. So I couldn't because you're not an American citizen. Yeah, you need. Um, you don't even have a green card. Yeah. You're on. You're here on a. Student I guess visa. an education visa. Yeah, student visa. Okay, so you're on a. <laughs> you're on a student visa. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you can't even work. Mm-hmm. And you're literally going to class, probably getting bet by on pennies and nickels yourself. Yeah. Cutting yawns. In between class. Yeah. And from the day you met Mr. Brown up to Christmas, you challenged yourself to cut 100 free lawns for people who desperately needed it, and you achieved the goal. Yeah. So I actually reached my goal like in November sometime before Christmas. So. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's how that's how, that's the story how it all started. That's how it started. And then from there, you started thinking, other people can do this? Yeah. Or what? I mean, what was... There's one thing to go out and do something really kind and gracious and compassionate mm-hmm. like you're doing, all right? It's another thing to say, I can turn this into a movement. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially for a kid with learning disability who'll never mount anything. What gave you the temerity, the the courage to think that you could actually make this into something? And uh, and I keep saying the learning disability, mm-hmm. and I keep saying the Bermuda thing, and mm-hmm. I keep saying you didn't have a green card, and and all of the things, because I want to emphasize there are people every day born in this country with all the features, advantages, and benefits of being an American that make all kinds of excuses why they can't overcome something. Yeah. And then there's you, Rodney, which is special. and. Um, I keep emphasizing who you are, where you came from, because I think you're a, a walking embodiment of if you've got the will, there's a way. Oh, yeah. And so, a hundred, a hundred lawns in. Yeah. Three hundred dollars in gas money. Yeah. On lawnmower number two, because the first freebie broke down. Yeah. And you say, I'm going to turn this into an organization. Well, I mean that's. Kind of bold. Well, I didn't know become an organization. It just, a, I guess you could say, just encouraging kids because some parents were reaching out saying, "Can my son join? Can my son join? Come or oh, join you?" So at the time, so you had parents. Yeah, a few parents, like one or two parents, they wanted to get their kids to come out and move with me. I remember one lady I was moving. It's like this is like lawn eighty. She's like. I want my son to come out and mow with you. And this is just when I was mooing as Rodney Smith. You know? How old of a kid are we talking about? Probably like 14, 15, maybe 13. Able body. Yeah, he able body. used to body. get out from behind the couch, get off the video games, get some exercise. Exactly. And yeah, I just remember she was one of the first that wanted her kid to come out and mow with me. Was he fat? 
No. Really? No, it's just regular kids. All these kids these days <laughs> sitting on the couches are fat. <laughs> Drink too much Kool-Aid and watch too many video games yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But yeah, just a regular kid. Um, She just wanted to get out and get back to the community. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I said, okay. And that's when I- It'd be a better story if he was fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that's when I'm um, trying to come up with a name for it, you know? A name for, for whatever, whatever it is, is you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. And I went to this website called Custom Inc., a t-shirt website. What? Custom Inc. Yeah. And you can make t-shirts on there. So oh. And they have a bunch of templates and different um, vectors. Um, so I just typed in lawnmower. Typed in a lawnmower. Yeah. So see what it looked like on a t-shirt. And then different things with lawnmowers came up. And that's when I came across this right here. Just that. What this right here is, is for those listening, it's <laughs> it's called Raising yeah. Men Lawn Care. Lawn Care, and it is a a um, it's a takeoff of the image of um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a takeoff of the image of it's evolution. Like the ev- evolution. It's yeah. takeoff the image of evolution. So it was a baby, and it's a baby crawling. Then what Younger. looks to be a six or seven year old, and then a fourteen or fifteen year old, and then a grown man, yeah, and then a man pushing a lawnmower, yeah, and that kind of triangular looking thing, and it's raising men lawn care service, and so clearly, as I'm looking at that image, mm-hmm. I'm understanding that now you're not just concerned with cutting people's lawns who need it, mm-hmm. who are disadvantaged. But you see, as an opportunity to get mentor. kids and mentor kids yeah. to learn to do something for, for someone others. other than themselves. Yeah, exactly, and that was the and, idea. In other words, to adopt your compassion. Yeah, and just just give back, just help people. And so that this is, I just saw this this at first, and then as soon as I saw that, the idea raising men came up. So I had two ideas. It was either raising men or raising kings. I don't know. Know why kings? I like kings. men better. Exactly. So I, I, I gave this idea to a girl, and said, "What do you like better, raising men or raising kings?" She said, "Raising men." So that's kept raising men, and then I came up with a tag name, giving back to the community, and that's how I came up with the idea of the organization's name, and then. But at this time, mm-hmm. you've really only cut a hundred lawns and have a couple of kids whose moms sent them out to to work with you. Yeah. I mean, at this time, you're just. You're still playing with the idea. Yeah, playing with it. Right. So now you got your T-shirt. Now you got your logo. Now you got your name. Yeah. Got 100 lawns cut. You got a couple of kids off the couch trying to teach them how to give back. And then what happens the following year? Um, So 2016, January 2016, it was when it uh, officially started. A kid's car coming up. The first kid was named Ethan. Um, his mom wanted to come out. You know, he's a little chubby guy, and oh, there we go, <laughs> fat. I knew <laughs> no, no. it had to happen eventually. No, but you know, he, Ethan was the first kid to come out, and he, his mom. I remember How old. He's about twelve, thirteen at the time. I remember when he got to the lawn, his mom pulled up with him in the car. She she said she had to force him to get up that morning because he, he's lazy and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because he's fat and lazy laying <laughs> in the bed because he's been playing video games all night. Yeah, so we got Ethan out and... Drinking Kool-Aid. Yeah, and they, they gave birth to a whole a few other kids to follow his footsteps in the community. Really? Yeah. We'll be right back. 
Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Chris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So how many lawns did you and these kids that you're mentoring end up cutting that next year? I can't keep count, but... um, About. It's hard, hard to say. Because cutting in between classes still. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And the weekends with the kids. Are you going to class smelling like gasoline and oh, covered yeah. in grass? Oh, oh, yeah. Nobody wanted to sit next to you, man. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember going to class... People saying, where you just come from? I've met most of them lawns. 
Yeah. What's it look like? I've been cutting some grass. I, I would have a thermal t-shirt on and sweatpants and a New York hat <laughs> and go cut grass. <laughs> All right. So um, let's fast forward to 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in 2017, you had from Ethan and... Mr. Brown mm-hmm. and this idea, you ended up with 150 kids mowing lawns in seven different states. Yeah. How do you do that? There's only one of you. You can't be all over the place with 150 kids cutting grass. Yeah. So 2016, it started. And then eventually around May 2016, we went viral on the internet for what we were doing in, in mm, Huntsville. People, the, the story's getting around. Yeah. The story went viral. I remember... So one particular post, we was at a lawn mowing. Had like six hundred likes for some reason that day. Out mowing had six hundred likes. I thought, what's going? Something is happening. Something is happening. And then, by the next lawn, it was like at a thousand something likes. Wow! By the end of the night, it was at two hundred and fifty thousand likes. 250,000? Yeah, and by the end of the night, the next day, it was at almost a million likes. Because you're cutting some grass? Cutting some grass and shrimp. Because each lawn we do, we cut the grass and share the story. Like, sure. We take a picture with the homeowner. Yeah. And then we mowed Mr. Example, Mr. Brown's lawn, you know? And then every time we do a lawn, we post it. And then, yeah, so that this one particular post went viral. And to date, it has like 4 million likes. And- Every every year, about three or four times each each year, it will go viral again, and people will see that, and then will donate. So it comes comes in handy when it comes to the organization. But and then eventually, a lady by the name of Shannon, she lived in Wichita, Kansas, and a lady by the name of Lori, she lived in Marion, Ohio. Shannon- stop! 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 Kansas and Ohio, uh-huh. bro, you're in Huntsville. Yeah. Are you still taking classes? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Ohio and Kansas mm-hmm. call you up and say, "Yeah, so Shannon had a son by the name of Andre. Lori had a son by the, a grandson by the name of Quentin, and they saw what we were doing in Huntsville because it went viral, and they wanted to get their kids involved. So they gave me the idea right on the spot. Say, look, if your son and grandson can move fifty lawns, I'll come out there and get them a brand new mower. Um, Where are you gonna get the money for the mower? I don't know." <laughs> but I, if they do it, I'll yeah, do it. I, I, yeah. So someone just told me, give them, I challenge them. And we sent them the t shirts because. So you really did. You just threw down the gauntlet and said, I tell you what, if yeah. you're for real, yeah. Because you do 50, I'll, come, I'll come meet you in person. I'll drive my car yeah. in person and give you a lawnmower. Yeah. And because when we first started the organization in Huntsville, every 10 lawns, kids will get a different color t shirt. So they start with a white t shirt. Uh-huh. Like it's like Karate Boat. Once they move 10 yeah. lawns, they got an orange shirt, 20 are green, 30 are blue, and 40 are red, and 50 are in a black t-shirt. And then, you know, they Literally finish. like karate belt. Exactly. And they'll finish the program for the kids in Huntsville. But when those two people from Ohio and, uh, and Kansas, they said they want to get their kids involved, I said, look, you guys do that. I'll come out and give you a brand new lawnmower. And that gave birth to something we call the 50-yard challenge. And to date, we have over 4,000 plus kids nationwide taking part in this 50-yard challenge. 
I mean, you have at least one kid. And if 4,000 kids have done 50 yards, that's... Uh, 200 some thousand loans. But that's how many kids in the program right now taking part in the 50-yard challenge. So if all, all 4,000 completed, that's 200 some thousand loans more for free. That's unbelievable. I know. It's okay, crazy. so how do the kids find the lawns to go cut? How does that work? Yeah, so we leave it up to the kids to find the people that move for. And we found that um, that gets them to get out in their community and meet people they probably normally wouldn't have met and built friendships and relationships with different people. So you don't, you don't use your social media account no. to direct the kids to lawns to people that need their lawns no. cut. You make them do their own outreach. Yeah, they do their own outreach, and and their kids make signs that go on doors. I'm doing the fifty yard challenge. I'm mowing free lawns. Can I mow your lawn for free? And they're meeting people you know they, they normally wouldn't have met, and they're starting friendships, relationships. And but there are times when you know people come to us saying, "Oh, I live in Texas. I live in Arizona. Oh, my parent lives here, and they're struggling with the lawn. Do you have a kid in our area, in their area that can help them out?" There's a that happens, and if we're able to connect a, a kid and a person that way, we we do. But otherwise, than that we leave it out to the kids to get out there and and take. You know, it just dawned on me: these kids are often thirteen or fourteen years old, yeah. going to cut free lawns. Mm -hmm. Do their parents end up sometimes driving them across town? Yeah, so as a, so it becomes a parent too. Exactly, and we recently, oh, last two three years, so when the kids finish and they get the black t-shirts, the parents get the t-shirts as well because. They the parents, invested in their kids. They invested. They invested in kids to, to do that. And it, if it wasn't for the parent, a lot of these kids probably wouldn't have got to those loans. So it's it's a team effort. And there's grandparents that even take their kids around. And we're finding that, listen, getting the feedback from the grandparents and the parents is saying that when they're taking their kids to these loans, they're bonding. They're spending that quality time together because otherwise they might have been inside just playing video games. <laughs> but now they're taking the kid around. They're meeting people in their community. The bonding stronger. Well, well plus it, it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I I worked hard with my four children, mm -hmm. but I can't tell you how many times I meet kids that I think are just damn near antisocial. Yeah, I mean, they're seventy eighty percent of their interaction is behind a computer screen or a, or a stupid iPhone, yeah. and they don't even know how to go out, look somebody in the eye, and shake their hand. Yeah. And maybe I'm old school. No, I know I'm old school. But I, I still think you need to be able to interact to. personally with people. And so this also is giving those kids a chance to go learn how to speak to people, approach a, yeah. a stranger, speak to people, and look them in the eye and act like they got some sense yeah. rather than just a robot sitting behind a computer screen. Yeah, and it just stuff like that. And it's, it's beneficial for these kids to get out there and. So, I mean, we're benefiting people that need grass yeah. cut. We're benefiting so it's the a win -win kids that are for, learning. Yeah, so it's win for the people that we're helping and also for the kids. And the parents. And the parents. And the grandparents. So it's it's a, it's a win-win. And the idea is to keep growing it and eventually put like the Big Brothers, the Big Sisters organization where we can have chapters in each state and then um, get more kids involved. And all this from the simple effort of cutting grass, mm -hmm. it, it it's just such a a reminder that you you don't have to be a concert pianist or a, a no ballet or whatever. Pick some discipline and go into the inner city and 
teach kids all this stuff. You don't have to have that, those disciplines to be able to make a massive difference. Yeah. You can make a massive difference with something as simple as cutting grass. Yeah, and, and people come to me all the time and saying, oh, I had the same idea. So I asked them what happened. Well, I well, didn't know how to Why didn't you do it? And that's the thing. People, people think you need a bunch of stuff to get started. You, you don't. You just need to start. Like, I figured out along the way. Like, as you, you ain't home, never going to get there if you don't take the first exactly, step. Exactly. You have to take that first step. Right. Don't worry about how you're going to get to take the first step. Just take it. And then everything will fall in place. And for you, the first step was walking up and speaking to Mr. Brown. Yeah. Phenomenal. That concludes part one of our conversation with Rodney Smith Jr. And I hope you'll listen to part two that's now available as this dude is as inspiring and genuine as it gets. But if you don't, make sure you join the Army of Normal Folks at normalfolks.us and sign up to become a member of our movement. By signing up, you'll receive a weekly email with short episode summaries in case you happen to miss an episode or if you prefer reading about our incredible guests. Together, y'all, we can change this country, and it starts with you. I'll see you in part two. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.